When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. It's opening week. We have a brand new sponsor in BetMGM, and we couldn't be more thrilled to be here bringing you this show. Welcome into the PHNX D-backs podcast right here on PHNX. My name is Derek Montia, occasionally known as the mayor of the Great Lawn in Glendale. This guy is my vice mayor. He's also your Thunderstick, Jesse Friedman. We've got baseball this week. We've got baseball, Not spring buddy. training baseball. Not spring training. Not exhibition got, games. We do have a couple of extra. Well, yeah, well, those games. games yeah, but, but we do have real we baseball. we got real games this week. Let's fucking go, Jesse. Oh, man. It feels good to curse. I've been holding that back since Friday's episode. <laughs> but uh, big shout out to our new friends from BetMGM. Make sure to check them out and use code PHNX. We will have so much more for you on that, but we are excited to be partnering with the folks at BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. So uh, keep it locked in right here to the PHNX uh, entire network for more on how this is going to develop. But we have a lot of fun stuff uh, in in the works with our friends at BetMGM. Uh, And of course, we have lots to talk about when it comes to Arizona Diamondbacks opening day roster news. A lot has happened, almost enough for us to go uh, full-on emergency pod, but we didn't. We held back because we know we have a lot. We have a lot to, lot, long week to go before we get to opening day. But uh, Ryan Nelson was, in fact, named the Arizona Diamondbacks' fifth starter for their rotation, much to, I think, both of our surprises. Not not a, not a ridiculous surprise. We talked about how close their numbers were, but yeah. it felt like uh, for a while there that Dre Jameson was trending in the direction of being named that that starter. Yeah, I I was mostly just angry because I released a roster projection story the night before the Diamondbacks made some of these big decisions. Of course you did. And I nailed so many things, Derek, except 
I had Dre Jameson yeah. as the Diamondbacks fifth mm-hmm. starter and Ryan Nelson opening the year in the bullpen. But in reality, the Diamondbacks flip those things around. Ryan Nelson will be the Diamondbacks fifth starter. Dre Jameson will open the year in the bullpen, which is interesting. Not something we really expected as of a few weeks ago. In not recent days, it sounded like the Diamondbacks were maybe uh, inching a little bit more in that direction. But yeah, Ryan Nelson is the Diamondbacks fifth starter after an entire Cactus League talking about Dre Jameson probably basically. being the, the yep, fifth starter. Basically. So uh, I think I, I think what the Diamondbacks basically saw is that Ryan Nelson had a, had a bit of a rough start in, in some of these Cactus League games. Uh, but over his last few outings, things have, have looked better, uh, whereas Dre Jameson started pretty strong and, and has not been quite as sharp over his last few outings. So uh, their numbers were both very similar, as we've talked about. Uh, they both had ERAs in the mid-upper sevens, which is not exactly what you're looking for just like but... in Reno baby just like in Reno <laughs> yeah but <laughs> been here before you're you're not you're not looking too closely at at you know just the numbers in a, in a situation like this you're looking at the quality of the stuff the consistency how deep the stuff is holding in games there's a lot of different factors and Diamondbacks like what they saw from Nelson I think you hit the nail on the head when you said it really was about the way that they are trending Dre Jamison has had some excellent starts he's had a lot of strikeouts uh he's done a done you know what he needed to do but so if you look at his starts, uh, his his terrible starts, or I guess his his worst outings, are kind of more recent. Whereas Ryan Nelson has been a bit better, yeah. Uh, and I think that might be the one factor that made the Diamondbacks go in that direction. Uh, I love Dre Jamison personally, um, but I also think that uh, he 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 gets he gets fire in his blood about a lot of things. You know what I mean? And uh, sometimes I don't know how that could be perceived. However. Uh, Tori Lovello did speak about telling Dre uh, the news that he would be coming out of the bullpen, uh, and he said he responded well. This is what Tori had to say. He didn't care. His comment was, I just want to win baseball games, and I'll do whatever it takes. I know he wants to start. And I, I, I started, after I told him what was what was going on, I, I actually tried to jump ahead of him a little bit, and I told him, I know you want to start, but we're going in a different direction, and I don't want to keep going over it. We're going to, we're going we're gonna, to, Put you in the bullpen, you're gonna help us win games there. And his comment was exactly what I told you. It's awesome. Just want to win. I don't care what it takes. Well, I mean, it's it's what it doesn't surprise me that Dre is ready for any challenge that comes his way. And I yeah. think the biggest thing there is remaining on the major league roster. I know there's some concerns about him coming out of the bullpen and how that's yes. gonna impact his progression. But to be honest, this starting rotation is only going to have so many spots available to it. And if the Diamondbacks are able to keep Jamison here on the main roster, then that enables him to step in and and possibly fill in when needed. I mean, you have no idea how this season is going to go. Injuries are bound to happen at some point, and you never know if that's going to impact the starting rotation. So I think the idea of having Jamison here, not only helping them win games out of the bullpen, but also being ready as as uh, you know, as a pseudo starting pitcher ready to go as that long reliever that we've t- been talking about that yeah. they don't have, I, I think that that might be a pretty good plan. The concern here, which I've heard from a lot of different people, is that if you put Dre Jamison in the bullpen, 
it's going to be hard for him to keep up his his innings workload. It's going to be hard for him Correct. to stay stretched out. Right. Um, I think the Diamondbacks would like to use him in a in a multi inning role. You know, have him out there for three, four, five innings, something like that. But you also, in a sense, hope that those things don't happen because if you need a reliever to cover four or five innings, it means something's probably gone terribly wrong. Correct. So you don't really want to have to do that. And the Diamondbacks are in a situation where if that situation doesn't happen then uh, Dre Jameson's workload is is probably going to have to cut down a little bit. He's not going to be able to go, uh, you know, four or five innings. He's not going to be a viable starting pitcher for this team anymore at a certain point. And the Diamondbacks have a history with doing things like this, where they start with guys in the bullpen, they send them down to get stretched out again, and it hasn't worked necessarily. Right. The Diamondbacks right. have done that a couple times. Randall Delgado a few years back. Uh, John, John Duplantier. John Duplantier is the example a lot of people point to. There's some risk there. Uh, guys can get hurt when you you know have them stretched out and then you let them get not stretched out and then you try to stretch them out again. Uh, it's it's a hard thing for uh, for them to be able to go through. So there is some some risk here with with the decision the Diamondbacks have made. There's also a lot of talk about this being similar to what they did with Archie Bradley in yes. 2017, right after he had experienced some issues starting and and also you know they needed that kind of back-end guy and and he kind of fell into that role but uh Lavello did spoke speak about the similarities between Bradley in 2017 and uh and Dre this year yeah we we when we were talking about this potential move Archie's name came up quite a bit remember it was it was five guys and the, the the one that didn't make it was Archie, and I think it was um, the right-hander that's in LA, Shelby, right? Um, so we we felt like Archie had a really good year, and he pushed himself into it um, into a different place um, because he excelled as a reliever, and I don't think he started ever, ever since, right? I think he's been a reliever ever since that day. Um, we yeah we, we we compared that experience a lot and we feel like Dre is going to help us out in a lot of areas. Um, he's going to be used his length. I think at the end of the day he's going to be a starting pitcher. It's just this gives us a chance to to have a very strong bullpen and that's what we were looking for in this with this decision. But we referenced Archie a lot. It's a sick burn on Shelby Miller there, right? <laughs> right, Shelby, the right-hander in L.A. Shelby, right? Yeah, you, you've lost sleep over Shelby Miller, Tori Lobolo. That was a long time ago, though, Derek. Know, you, don't, you, don't, you don't think that he's you don't actually forget a man moved like on Shelby Miller point? and what he did to your roster in your year. But anyway, um, no, obviously, yeah, there are a lot of similarities, um, and I think that Dre Jamison obviously has a lot to offer this team out of the bullpen. Yeah, it's just like you said, everything you said. Those concerns are. Real concerns. The fact that this guy has been on a track to be part of their starting pitching rotation, it it almost feels like sending him down to Reno is 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 the right thing to do, just so that he stays stretched out, continues to get stretched out, and should be ready for an opportunity uh, when called upon. But yeah, I mean, right now again, the Diamondbacks these are, these are tough conversations for Tori Lavella to be having. At the same time, too. Uh, they have to do everything they can to let these guys know that there is still a real opportunity for them to return to this team uh, if anything should go wrong. And, you know, yeah. that they're kind of pretty close, you know, especially Dre. He's essentially first in line should they need a starting pitcher. But, you know, coming out of the bullpen, especially if he ends up being too valuable out of the pen, 
will the Diamondbacks want right. to go ahead and put him into a starting role in any way? We've seen that before where guys had success out of the pen, uh, like Humberto Castellanos, but then once they moved him to the starting role, not quite the same success. I believe it was Castellanos. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah, I think they've had Castellanos kind of bouncing a little bit back and forth. Um, yeah, there's there's a lot of different ways that this situation can unfold, and the Diamondbacks have been pretty open in saying that we don't really know how this is going to pan out. Yeah. Uh, I think there's there is one scenario where the Diamondbacks wind up not using Dre Jameson enough. And, and they send him down to get stretched out, as you said. Yeah. Uh, so maybe he does wind up in Reno before too long. I think there's another scenario where something happens in the big league rotation and Dre Jamison gets plugged into the big league rotation. Not not that far from now, depending on injuries or, you know, how how Bumgarner looks, I guess you could say. Um, and I think there's another scenario, as, as you also alluded to, where the Diamondbacks are like, oh, man, Dre Jamison's really freaking good at this reliever thing. Maybe we should just keep him there, and yeah. maybe we should use him in high-leverage situations. Maybe yeah. Dre Jameson is the Diamondbacks' closer at some point this year, right? Like he said I don't, it. He said the thing. I, I wouldn't say that's entirely impossible. And and it was kind of similar, like what Tori was talking about there with Archie Bradley back in 2017. Yeah. Bradley had a had a rough year in 2016 in the starting rotation. He had an ERA over five. He came back. Spring training that year looked fantastic in spring training. And the Diamondbacks didn't have room for him in the rotation, but they're like, hey, why don't you go to the bullpen and kind of be like a multi-inning reliever for us? And that's what Archie Bradley was. At the beginning of that 2017 yeah. season, he was going like three innings yeah. pretty much every time he, yeah. he came into the game. And he was really, really good at it. And by the end of the season, Archie Bradley was the high leverage reliever for the Diamondbacks. He had an he, ERA he under was, two. He yeah, was the he was guy. Really good. He was the guy getting all, all of the biggest moments in those games. So I think that's another possibility with Jamison is that he could develop into that guy for the Diamondbacks if he proves that, uh, you know, working out of the bullpen is something that works for him. Well, you know who else won't be getting sent down to Reno? Kyle Alexander Lewis, the 2020 American League Rookie of the Year, isn't going anywhere, folks, because you don't sit, send a guy down that hit over 450, Jesse. You don't send a guy down that has done what Kyle Lewis. I don't care where he factors in. I don't care. I don't, I don't care where you have to play him. Uh, maybe just tell Corbin Carroll that now he's their left fielder and center fielder while he's out there, and, and Kyle Lewis can just kind of hang out over <laughs> by the foul line. I don't know. I'm not that concerned about it because this man needs to be in the goddamn lineup, and let's go. I love the fact that he came in here and won this spot, and honestly, yeah. I, they you know the Dre Jameson – Ryan Nelson thing that remains to be seen if it's going to work out for them. Kyle Lewis, I don't know. That felt like that was going to be a huge miss if they ended up sending yeah. him down. Unfortunately, it does result in Pavin Smith and, and uh, Manuel Rivera both getting sent down to Reno. Uh, and again, that's that was another conversation that that Tori had to have. That was not uh, was not an easy conversation to have. Yeah, very, very tough. Um, same with Manuel. Right, Manuel uh, Rivera. Um, you know, we've asked a lot of Pavin. We got sent down. We told him it was going to be a couple of weeks. Breaks his hand. Uh, we asked him to go to winter ball. He did. He excelled. He came back. And his swing looks great. Um, we, we know we'll see Pavin sooner than later. So that was a silver lining. But he's he's a he's a true professional. Um, he took it well, but. They, they know that it was a tough decision. And I let them know that. I, I lay it all out on the table. It's the first thing that I do. I align with them and tell them this was a challenge for us. 
because I think they know it's authentic and I think it, it might it might lessen the blow, but I know they're frustrated. That was one that kind of kept, gave you some sleepless nights, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, very much so, very much so. Um, yeah, about a week ago, I gave the staff a heads up, like lock in on this, lock in, lock in on this, this, this situation. And I shared with the staff, like I've been losing sleep over it, thinking about it. Um, and I think everybody was in the same boat when I, when I was in a staff meeting talking about tough decisions. Um, but it means we're a good team. And Michael asked in the chat, why does Tori always look like he needs a nap? LOL. <laughs> There's your answer, Michael. There's your answer. <laughs> he's thinking about having to send down Paven Smith, and, and he's losing sleep over it. I understand where Tori's coming from, though. As, as he outlined there, the Diamondbacks have asked a lot of Paven Smith um, over the last six, eight months or so. Uh, last year, they made a tough decision to send him down to Reno, try to get some things right with his swing. It was just going to be a couple of weeks, and then, right, he gets hurt, and, and he breaks his wrist, and he's out for a significant period of the time. Uh, a significant period of time and then he, you know, returns at the end of last season is able to make a little bit of noise. Um, but yeah, I mean, the, the reality here is that Kyle Lewis was so incredibly good in the Cactus League that the Diamondbacks just couldn't look, you know, a guy who won the Rookie of the Year award three years ago. They couldn't look him in the eye after the spring that he had and be like, sorry, man, wasn't good enough. We yeah. need to see more. Like, you're bringing in Kyle Lewis to hit. You're not bringing Kyle Lewis to play defense. And and how good he's looked in the Cactus League, I think the Diamondbacks just had no choice but to go in his direction over Pavin Smith. And I think there's something to be said about the fact that, you know, we, we've, we've criticized them for holding on to guys that might not be their best option based on, you know, their how, how their tenure, how much they're getting paid, things like that. A lot of the decisions that they've had to make recently really feel about trying to make this team uh, as as good as they possibly can. And it feels like guys that came in here won these jobs and earned these spots over some of these guys that are being sent down. You you kind of feel like in, in every way they wanted to go with Paven Smith, but you just can't yeah. deny <laughs> what, what Kalu, which is apparently Kalu. what we're calling him. Interesting. Not Clue. I want to go with Clue because Clue, like Clue Haywood, like Clue Haywood, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but his is with a K. Um, but Kylu, uh, Kylu, like Caillou. I don't know. I'm gonna have to. Oh, I'm down for some. a Caillou reference. I, I figured you would. Be, but, uh, yeah, there's he, he's just been so good, and so uh, I'm very excited about what he can bring to this team. Uh, the Diamondbacks needed it, man. I mean, you, you just look at those stretches that they had in 2022, where as much as we want to constantly blame everything on the bullpen, at least I do. Uh, there were just offensive stretches where nobody on the team could hit. And as it stands, yeah. they really needed a right-handed bat that could come in and shake things up as well as, you know, honestly offer some of these guys a, a potential day out of the lineup every once in a while. Like, I'm not super thrilled about Corbin Carroll ever coming out of the lineup, but at times you're going to have to give him a day off or get DH him. So um, I think that even though Kyle Lewis definitely has lost a step and we've seen him play in the outfield and he hasn't been – you know, defensively, you know, the best option out there, but he can still play the outfield. He can still, 
catch a ball. You can still be out there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we just saw a couple of things that when we saw the plays, we were like, yeah, Corbin would have gotten to that one, you know? So yeah, the same with Guriel, honestly. Yeah. I mean, Guriel is not a, not Very a true. fantastic left fielder either, but yeah, the way the diamondbacks are going to use Kyle Lewis, it sounds like he's going to get every lefty. So I would expect to see Kyle Lewis in the opening day lineup against Julio Urias. Yes. Also expect to see him in there against Clayton Kershaw, which I believe is the Saturday, Saturday game. Um, and it sounds like I, I asked Tori at one point in that conversation yesterday, is is Kyle Lewis like a middle of the lineup type of guy for you? Um, and he didn't really have a super specific answer. He, he said yes, but he added some qualifiers, didn't seem too sure how, how that would shake out exactly. But I think it's possible. I think it's possible that with a lefty on the mound, Kyle Lewis could be, you know, hitting third, fourth, fifth, something, something in the middle of this lineup. And uh, based on what we saw in the Cactus League, it feels like that's pretty much exactly where you would want him to be. That's exactly it. That's exactly it. Well, we are excited. Um, as you guys can see, by the way, I'm very excited because it's also uh, pro wrestling night for me and for most of you here in Phoenix that might be attending uh, the WWE event downtown. It's like it, you and three people there. Yeah, let's you not say that. You say that, but wait till, wait, we'll wait till we get to Mailbag Monday and see how many wrestling questions we have as a mailbag <laughs> this week. But uh, speaking of which, we thank all of you for being here. If you haven't done so, subscribe to the PHNX Sports YouTube channel. Sign up for notifications. That way you don't miss when, every, when any of our shows go live. Leave us a little thumbs up because, you know, if not, I'll fight you or challenge you to a Hell in a Cell match. Uh, we also have our PHNX Diehard membership, by the way. If you haven't grabbed that already, make sure to do so. Not only do you get all sorts of wonderful benefits, like a free piece of merchandise from the phnxlocker.com, 20% off all future purchases. You also get members-only merchandise, members-only invites to events, members-only discounts with so many of our wonderful partners, as well as uh, members-only uh, uh, Discord Lounge, which is the best place to be an Arizona sports fan, and so much more. Uh, so grab that. If you're listening to us right now on your favorite audio podcasting app, Thank you so much for doing so. Please subscribe to us if you haven't done so already. Leave us a review. We always appreciate the feedback. Uh, we are super excited, though, about our new partnership with BetMGM. Uh, we went out there and we checked out that. I I didn't even know, Jesse, that there were buildings on the Great Lawn now. Like, yeah. the last time I was out to the Great Lawn, which maybe makes me a bad Cardinals fan, but I haven't, just, I just haven't tailgated. <laughs> hey, look, if they're not going to fucking win there, why should I go out and go to the games and tailgate? I'm just saying, one game in 18 months? Get out of here with that. But anyway, <laughs> uh, it's still an incredible facility that they built out there that we are going to be hanging out at all the time. Uh, that bet MGM uh, on, on the Great Lawn is, is fantastic. Brand new place. We were out there having some drinks and enjoying it. And join, join, and enjoying. Sorry, can words you, are hard. Can you speak? Derek? I can't. Uh, all those sportsbook <laughs> amenities, but uh, we are so excited to be partnering with them because Jesse, we are going to have curated in-app PHNX bets. Uh, the Defen Lock, yeah, that's coming soon to the uh, BetMGM app. Keep, keep. Uh, tuned for more uh, monthly cornhole leagues at the BetMGM Sportsbook at State Farm Stadium. More info on that to come. So, so much more. But if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, uh, here's how it's going to work. Use bonus code PHNX and you will get up to a $1,000 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. All you have to do is download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code PHNX. Deposit at least $10 and place your first wager on any game, and you will receive up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your bet loses. Just make sure you use bonus code PHNX when you sign up. And to kick this partnership off, we're doing a massive watch party this Saturday at 2 p.m. at the BetMGM Sportsbook at State Farm Stadium. Come watch the last stages of college basketball play out as they will have food and beverage specials, giveaways, 
gigantic TVs to watch the game on. Plus, if you register and place your first bet with promo code PHNX when you sign up, you will receive a PHNX t-shirt. Uh, 21 and over to wager. Visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions. U.S. promotional offers not available in Washington, D.C., Mississippi, Nevada, New York, and Ontario. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Colorado, D.C., Illinois, Indiana, Louisiana, Maryland, Mississippi, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona, 1-800-522-4700 in Kansas and Nevada, 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts, 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa, and 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. Uh, and we, are again, are going to be out there having a great time at the Bet MGM facility at State Farm Stadium. Again, now I have a reason to go out there more. Like, I, yeah. can't, say, I can't say I haven't been out there now, but, uh, you know, that's – that's then. This is now. And you guys know what we do now, whether it's opening week or or the last week of the season or right in the middle uh, of the offseason. Uh, every week on this show is Shark Week, Jesse. Every day on this show is Earth Day. And every Monday we go to the mailbag. Let's go. My mailbox. Always something interesting in my mailbox. I try to get to everything in my mailbox. And then once in a while, there's a letter that makes me go wow. All right, let's go. What do we got for our first question, Damon? Jacob Giacoma asks, what's more likely, Dre works as a long relief arm and eventually gets back in the rotation, or he thrives in one inning situations and becomes the closer? This is the exact discussion we were having. Yeah. I don't know. This is a very – it is tough. I think that – I think Dre, much like how he was open to the challenge of adopting number 99, is open to any challenge – and if you're going to put him in the bullpen, I feel like the closer role is inevitably in his future. I just think that wow. because of his personality <laughs> and because I think there is something I've seen in the past from Tori Lovello, and that was how disappointed he was nobody wanted these opportunities and how the attitude of some in the bullpen kind of became almost like a don't pick me, it sounded like situation. Like I'm sure guys – are verbally going to say, yes, I want the ball in that situation. But I think it's how you show it with your actions and your your personality and such. I feel like Dre always wants the ball, and I think that that's going to carry over to him being that guy in high leverage situations at least or eventually that closer role. I'm going to go – I'm going to say it would be slightly more likely for Dre to wind up um, back in the rotation just because for the moment, that's kind of what the Diamondbacks are saying. You mm-hmm. heard Tori Lovello say – We view him as a starter. He's going to be a starter. The Diamondbacks, at least publicly, are making it sound like they still believe that Dre Jameson is a starting pitcher in the future. And for right now, I believe them when they say that. I I do think that's the future that they have in mind for him. So that makes me lean like, okay, that makes me lean in the direction of, of Dre Jameson ultimately uh, becoming a becoming a starter again, but almost, yes. almost as a threat to the rest of the starting rotation in a way. Right? Sure, right. I'm just saying, like the idea of having somebody that's capable of coming in and and being in the rotation makes it that much more likely that if you don't perform, that that they could go that route. I mean, I'm not saying that's going to yeah. happen with Zach Gallon or Merrill Kelly, but there's a couple of other guys in the rotation there that 
maybe that that becomes that's fair you know i mean it's it's yeah it's kind of like dre jameson is sort of hovering over you yeah. like he's yeah. not <laughs> he's not hiding in triple a right. he yeah. is right there yeah. he's just circling over your and if you if you screw up that man is still stretched out <laughs> yeah. and ready to take he's your ready spot. to roll he is ready he's so. got fire in his blood at all times all right what else we got uh, Tyler Hall uh, at TB, T Baseballer three on Twitter asks: Will McCarthy have another solid season, or will he regress? He's had a difficult spring. Great question. We actually uh, are wondering the same thing ourselves. I mean, yeah. honestly, really, when it comes down to it, again, there is uh, there is a lot of options for this team, and much like what we were just saying with Dre Jamison, uh, these the, none nobody's guaranteed a spot right now. So if anybody struggles, especially guys that have options left, they could always be sent back down and, and replace because the Diamondbacks do have a surplus of left-handed hitting outfielders right now that they could call upon since should somebody struggle. Yeah, yeah, they do. Um, it'll be interesting to see uh, where the Diamondbacks ultimately go. I'm not sure uh, exactly how, how things will pan out, but um, can we pull up the question one more time? There it is. Okay. So I think that McCarthy is probably going to be I know we talked about X factors a little bit on the show last week, and McCarthy was kind of like my my one B behind Cattell Marte as as my primary X factor for this baseball team, just because Cattell is like the guy that you've seen it in the past, and and he's done it for long stretches of time, and we know how good he can be compared to the player that he was last year. Jake McCarthy, on the other hand, uh, last season was. Pretty darn good, Derek. Like in the second half, yes, there were not many yes, there were not many players better or more fun to watch than Jake McCarthy was in the second half. So he's he's uh, kind of an X factor for me for this Diamondbacks team in 2023, just because I think um, I I would like to believe that he can be that player over the course of a full season. Yeah, but we've absolutely. talked about it a lot. Uh, if you look at the underlying numbers with his batted ball data and whatnot. It appears that Jake McCarthy was pretty fortunate to to finish the year the way that he did. Uh, not to say that he can't do it again. I just think that he still lucky. he doesn't want to say lucky. he still has uh, some things to prove. Uh, that's that's all I will say. And he has had since returning from uh, an illness, which appears to have most likely been COVID. Although the Diamondbacks were never, of course, able to say that. Uh, after returning from that illness, Jake has shown some encouraging signs. Uh, he had a, a good day at the plate in the game yesterday. Uh, had a big a big hit in the game a few days ago in his first game back. Um, so yeah, I I think that Jake McCarthy is is going to be a, a big player for this team. If he is anything like what we saw last year, that unlocks a lot of different things for this Diamondbacks team. There's a lot of guys that deserve the credit that they get for what they did in spring training, but it's still a clean slate once this season starts. Right. So it's yeah. like even some of the stuff we've seen so far out of guys like Zach gallon, that might be a little bit concerning, still have the caveat of happening during spring training and not really knowing what the purpose of their outing was. It definitely wasn't to win a ball game. Right. So uh, things will change. And I think we're, we should reserve all panic. Uh, trying to be reasonable, learning from reserve, this guy. Reserve all Re- panic. Reserve all go. panic for at least after the first 10 days. Can we wait till after the first 10 days before <laughs> we panic? Uh, they will have played the Dodgers like uh, nine, t- eight times after those 10 days. But anyway. Uh, all right. What else we got, Damon? Uh, Gabby Dearth at the underscore real underscore Gabby asks, assuming it's Mailbag Monday. It's always mail. You know you know what day it is. It's mailbag. It is Mailbag Monday. Uh, how are we feeling about Cattell Marte? Kind of make it or break it year? 
I don't know. What are your thoughts, Jesse? Sort of. Kind of. Yeah, it really seems yeah. like it. I mean, he was he was my X factor for a reason. I think Cattell is um, a really big part of this Diamondbacks team, or at least he should be a really big part of, of this Diamondbacks team. He was someone that Mike Hazen talked about over the offseason as being, you know, like where where does the ceiling for this team come from? Cattell Marte is one of those guys. If he if he turns in the kind of year that we saw in 2019 or uh, to a lesser extent in 2021 when he was hurt kind of a lot, he can be really, really good at this. Uh, this baseball thing and uh, didn't have an outstanding spring training. Um, I, I wouldn't say I'm, I'm too concerned about that, but it also didn't really convince me that Cattell is a different player than the player that he was last year. We've seen some better things from him defensively. Um, but yeah, I, I still have, have some questions about Cattell and um, what, what this year will ultimately look like make or break it year. I don't know if I would quite go that far, but the Diamondbacks did sign uh, Cattell to an extension, and um, that that extension officially kicks in, uh, I believe, in 2025. So there's still, I mean, it's still kind of out there in the distance, sort of, and, and you'd like to see Cattell show that he can be the kind of player that he was, uh, you know, in 2019 and 2021 when he was really at his best. He hasn't really been that guy of late. All right, last question for this segment uh, of the baseball-related questions, and we'll get to all right. your wrestling-related ones. <laughs> uh, Elizabeth at the Burrito Sore asks, boldest non-D-backs predictions for this season? Mm. Mm. I, I got one for you. What do you got? I think injuries are going to completely change the landscape of Major League Baseball. Just in general? Just in general. I don't know why that is. I just feel... Like what we've already seen out of the World Baseball Classic and spring training is just a taste out of what we're going to get. Now, I, I'm still interested, like for me, I, I also think that how the Dodgers, if, if the Dodgers are still as good as they've been without making major improvements to their lineup. Yeah. I will be upset. I will I will throw things like Jesse said earlier about the roof not being open at Chase Field tonight. I will be upset if the Dodgers can still be as good as they've been with, you know, uh, again, losing some pieces and just kind of calling up guys and, and making, you know, a few a few moves. It's not like they didn't do anything, but uh, that's just so huge for us in this division. The Diamondbacks are going to get tested with that right away. So I'm not again, I'm going to reserve panicking about anything for a little bit but i'm just so interested to see how the diamondbacks stack up to the dodgers in these first eight games that they play against each other over the first two weeks of the season yeah i'm gonna go out there and say that i and i feel like i fell for the same thing last year and i kind of look dumb for doing it but i'm gonna do it again Derek. i think the los angeles angels are going to win 85 plus games you idiot all right you're just i was gonna go out there and say that i thought that they were gonna make the playoffs because that would that would truly be a bold prediction i don't know if i can i don't know if i can in good conscience actually say that but anthony rendon has had a really really good spring he's kind of been the guy who's been missing for the angels a little bit very true uh he just ever since signing that big deal with them has not really been a very useful player frankly if he comes around and becomes the Anthony Rendon from a few years ago, and you couple that with Otani and Trout, and then uh, they made some other nice additions to that lineup. Brandon Drury's over there now, and I like their starting rotation a little bit more more than I have in the past. 
Um, Tyler Anderson was was a big pickup yeah, for them over the offseason. Sneaky, sneaky underrated move. Yeah. Tyler Anderson was very, very good for the Dodgers. Just the Mariners and the Astros are still in that division, and the American League East is still stacked. So I don't know if I can quite go playoffs, Derek. But I think the Angels are going to be a pretty darn good baseball team yeah. and a lot of fun to watch for the first time in a while. Uh, so there you go. There's there's my my bold prediction. Shohei Otani is always fun to watch, so you're at least going to get that That's quite true. often. That's so. true. Um, all right. Well, we thank you guys, of course, for your questions, and I hope to see you guys uh, out at the Footprint Center tonight. Uh, on your way out there, make sure to stop by our friends at Circle K. Let's get this guy turned around here. I got a little Circle K logo there. Uh, <laughs> stock up for Monday Night Raw at Circle K. Polar Pop, stay cold longer. You can get your iced coffee. I know some of you are coming off of work just like us. Got to get some energy in you. Red Bull, 12 ounces, uh, three for $8 or two for $5.75. 12 ounce monsters, two for four fifty. Three for six dollars. So stop by, fuel your car up, fuel yourself up. Make sure you're not missing out on all the great stuff, and be stocked on all uh, stocked all March Madness long. Head to CircleK.com/store locator. That's CircleK.com/store dash locator to find Circle K's near you. You know they're all over the valley, and while you're there, make sure to pick up some Four Peaks beer. Four Peaks local company, best beer you can find. Uh, wide variety of beers, and of course their A Street Pub is an absolute blast to stop by and have have some chicken tendies, have some beers, and enjoy all that they have to offer. They have their spring training tours still throughout the month of March, as well as their uh, events calendar over at fourpeaks.com slash events for all your beer week needs. Uh, we've been talking about it, but of course, uh, you can join us on April 27th for the NFL draft. The Cardinals have a new coach, new GM, and the third pick in the draft. So it's a big opportunity for Arizona. The best place to take in this pivotal moment in the rest of the NFL draft on April 27th is at Four Peaks 8th Street Pub. Must be 21 years or older to enjoy and enjoy responsibly. Now, Jesse, you can go ahead and take this next segment off. All right. I don't Should know I just you, get up and leave? Is I don't know if you want to do that or if you want to go get here? Max and bring Max in here is this, to help is me out. This your, is the Luchador Max yeah, the Luch- your, your new uh, co-host He's going to take over for you, and he's going <laughs> to just go ahead and talk into the mic for you. But, uh, let's go ahead and hit up those wrestling-related questions, shall we, Damon? There's All still right. some baseball hidden in here there is somewhere, still, There right? is still some baseball, but Don's Bread, of course, none is not having any of that. Don's Bread asks, rank the men in terms of how red their chest will be at the end of the match. These three men, Jesse, will be facing off at WrestleMania for the Intercontinental Championship. Gunther is a gigantic man who I once saw uh, pummel another gigantic man at Joey Janela's Spring Break, which happened to be a wrestling show that occurred at midnight, uh, to the the point where the man's chest was just black, just black from getting hit with a giant slap on his chest. Uh, So when you're talking about that in terms of ranking these men, Gunther obviously is first because he is going to pummel uh, both of these guys to a T. Uh, from that point, we all know that Sheamus uh, has no pigment to his skin at all. So everyone uh, knows that about everybody Sheamus. knows that about. Yeah. See, Jesse's getting it. Yeah. Uh, so uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be uh, Gunther, Drew, my friend, Drew McIntyre. We we're we're like this, me and that guy, uh, and then Sheamus, who's like that with Drew. So there's your answer on that. What else we got, Damon? We're gonna speed round these things. Let's go. <laughs> Uh, better chance of being real, WrestleMania or Mad Bum having a bounce back year. Jesse, I'm going to let you handle this. 
WrestleMania being real or mad? I mean, what do we what do we mean exactly by WrestleMania? It is real. real. It's a real thing. It is an actual thing. It generates millions and millions of dollars for local revenue in whatever. Is it it real money? It's real money. It's not not fake money. Uh, It's not (laughs) WWE dollars or anything like that. No, it's real, real money. Uh, But what what are your thoughts here? I mean, well, well, it is it is staged though, right? Um, Everything you have learned that recently. Yes, the the outcomes are predetermined. However, so in that sense, however, however, it's not real. If you're not real at all, if you're jumping like if you're jumping off of like a scaffolding onto another man, how unreal is that? Is there a way to fake that? Is there a way to fake Mm. getting hit by a steel chair, Jesse, in your back? I don't know. I mean, maybe, but I, but I take it. That's not exactly what they're. It's not exactly. It's not exactly. But um, all right. So what's your answer here? <laughs> I mean, so I guess the other option is the Madison Bumgarner bounce back right, year. Right. So uh, that is a little bit a little bit hard to to believe. So it's it's not. Yeah, I mean, it's not impossible. But I, I would say WrestleMania, as, <laughs> as silly as it is, I, I think it it's a little bit more real. What else we got, Damon? All right, Kyle Collins asks, "Who is the Pete Dunn of the D-backs farm system prospects? Great player." getting buried behind others for whatever reason. Now, mm. yes, Jesse, Pete Dunn, uh, another delightful pro wrestler, uh, has just this stupid gimmick that he's been given. And now sometimes this happens with wrestlers. Sometimes instead of being allowed to be the cool, uh, awesome, tough guy that we know, uh, they put on like a newsy boy cap and make you into a, like a little angry kind of leprechaun character, which is what they've huh. kind of done to him if you, if you could. So uh, who in the Diamondbacks organization – is is kind of getting buried by the fact that they that creative doesn't have anything for them at this time, right? <laughs> is it maybe a Dominic Canzone? Like, yeah, the, Dom, the Dominics, the Dominics, the Dominics definitely come to yeah. mind. Uh, Especially yeah. as a tag team, incredible yeah. tag team, by the way, the <laughs> Flying Dominics. <laughs> I think that uh, yeah, I mean, like on a on a normal major league team that doesn't have eight left-handed hitting outfielders. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think <laughs> I think a shot. Dominic Fletcher in particular, I don't know how much left he really has to prove in Reno. Uh, Dominic Canzone, his numbers in Reno last year actually weren't quite as good. He did a lot of his damage in uh, in Amarillo last season. Uh, so I could maybe see the D-backs wanting to, to send him back down there. But Fletcher, I, I'm not sure how much left he really has to prove. And, and now you've got Paven Smith, of course, down there as well. You figure that Smith is probably going to get a call up before either Fletcher or Canzone yeah, would. Yeah. So yeah, yeah I mean it's they're like, just it's really like they were buried. standing in line and they the line just got longer. The line did just get longer. <laughs> did we just exactly. Move oh man. So yeah, and and I mean the fact that they hit left handed anyway just it just makes it so that you know a lot of things would have to go wrong in the pig leagues for the D backs to really need Canzone or Fletcher at any point. So. It's not to say that, you know, I don't I don't know if Canzone or Fletcher are are going to be, uh, you know, everyday big leaguers. I, I'm not sure exactly what the future holds for them, but that is at least a possible outcome. And they're they're good enough that, you know, most major league teams would probably be able to find room for them before the Diamondbacks probably will. Michael asks, are you going to Raw so I can sting gift you, Derek? Yes, but my seats are pretty good. So I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to earn that sting gift. I'm also going to be there with Max marketing Max, my guy. So uh, come say hi if you guys are at the show tonight. Do we call him Marketing Max now? That's what we, well, I mean, he wants me to call him Maximum Velocity, but I refuse to do that. Mm. I refuse to do that. Yeah, it's not going to happen. What else we got, Damon? 
Uh, nope, we already got that one. That, that one looks familiar. Yeah, Alberto Delgado <laughs> Jr. asks, who's winning, Cody Rhodes or Roman Reigns? Jesse, I want to explain this to you. Roman Reigns has been the WWE champion for like three years. Okay. Which is something they just didn't do. This guy has been uh, not only the champion of, they have two belts, one for each show, Raw and SmackDown. He's both champions and has been wow. for a long, long time. He's a dominant champion. He's to the point, he's like a, it, it, it's like if the Dodgers were actually as good against the rest of baseball in the playoffs as they are against the NL West, that's kind of what he would be, right? Mm. Um, but they're not because we know how they fold in the playoffs. But uh, <laughs> Cody Rhodes, a great guy, absolutely outstanding individual, helped start a completely different wrestling company, AEW, that exists, and now jump ship over here just so that he could prove uh, that he's one of the best in the world. And I am choosing Cody Rhodes. Because yeah, oh, Cody that's Rhodes, my choice too. He's a very under uh, un underdog kind of character, but uh, he went from un undesirable uh, to undeniable, which is kind of one of his catchphrases, right? Wow. So, uh, and he's also part of a uh, pretty prestigious wrestling family. So it's going to be an outstanding event. Two nights, though. I, I think that for me, for anything, I don't like, it's not a baseball series, I, what, what's next? Three nights for WrestleMania? Come on. Like, I can't take all of that action uh, over that long of a period of time. Uh, but they've found a way to make it a big event. Uh, and it's going to be happening while you're in L.A. So I hope that you go. Mm. You're going to go check out WrestleMania? You're going to oh, skip absolutely. out on a baseball yeah, game and go yeah. see? Yeah, You've been Saul, very agreeable today, and it's kind Saul, of scary. Saul me. doesn't know it yet, but yeah, I, he's sending me to LA to cover Opening Day weekend. I'm I not. Know. I might. I might go on opening on opening <laughs> night, but the rest of the weekend, I'm going to be at WrestleMania. This, of this course, is this so. is why uh, they didn't send me, isn't it? It's fun. <laughs> I can take it. I'm a big boy. But anyway, uh, we thank you guys again so much for your questions. You guys are awesome, uh, and we are just thrilled for opening week. I mean, this is just. Uh, a big week for us. And uh, the Diamondbacks, obviously, there's a lot of questions surrounding this team. I, I, I don't know how uh, positive we're going to be after the first week, but I think uh, I think I'm going to go out and say that already. I'm, gonna, I'm just going to say that the month of April is is not easy, but the Diamondbacks yeah. definitely have a lot of tests early on. And I, I honestly I, I'm very excited. Like I talk about a matchup at WrestleMania, the, the matchup between the Diamondbacks and the Dodgers right now is really my premium matchup. It's my marquee matchup because I mean, the, this, uh, the, the complexion of this season could completely change if the Diamondbacks come out and have a strong showing against the Dodgers. And yeah. They have eight games, uh, which is a, just a ton to prove that, right? Uh, more than we know what to do with. But, of course, make sure that you check out our friends at More Furniture. Uh, what you need for your home is a new recliner just in time for opening day. Maybe that new uh, sectional. Uh, again, this guy still trying to fill out his townhouse, which I have to say correctly. Uh, and, again... Make sure if you do go to morefurniture.com, check out the fine, fine variety of furniture that they have to offer. You check out their white glove delivery service. Make sure you get that brought to your house without you having to lift a finger. Save big on the best furniture in the valley when you head to morefurniture.com. And, of course, a big shout out to Mountain Mike, uh, who still likes to bring me pineapple on my pizza for some reason. Like, so, mm -hmm. you know, I just... Uh, I really, I really don't understand this game that we're playing now, but, uh, Wait, so like, regardless of what you order, he puts pineapple on it. He is that, hates, is that yeah, what you're saying? He, he, he basically, it's, it's a fun game where he knows that I dislike uh, hot pineapple. So he makes sure to always include a pineapple pizza in our order. Um, 
And I mean, it's for free, so I'm not complaining about it, but I am complaining about it because <laughs> it just sounds like you're complaining. about I it. am. So anyway, <laughs> uh, they have uh, all sorts of wonderful pizzas to offer, not to mention that they have uh, an incredible lunch buffet that Jesse and I stuffed our faces at during uh, I think it was was that the, the Arizona uh, Fall League, Fall League, Fall League, uh, home, the run fall league home Run Derby. Right. Yeah. So make sure to check out their locations all over the all over the valley. You can find them in Mesa, Chandler or even Tucson that plays down south uh, and make sure uh, to Tell them that uh, Derek doesn't like pineapple on his pizza. But mm. uh, big shout out to Mike. Uh, and you guys head over to mountainmikespizza.com or to any of those locations to place your next order. Reminder, if you're a new diehard, you get a $50 voucher upon signing up. So make sure to not miss out on that deal. Uh, we thank you guys so much for joining us today here in the chat. Keep an eye on our new schedule because we are going to be all over the place. But this week... Keep it dialed in because we are going to have some post-game shows for you after uh, the first couple of games. Yeah. Jesse is going to be coming to us live from Los Angeles with updates from the Diamondbacks versus those those Dodgers. Uh, we are off tomorrow, but we'll be back on Wednesday just to get hyped up for opening day on Thursday. Uh, we'll be back at 1 p.m. on Wednesday, and then we'll have post-game shows the rest of the week. Uh, we are off Saturday, but we will be back on Sunday to cover the series, uh, four-game series, with the Dodgers. So make sure. We're also at Four Peaks on Wednesday. That's right. So we'll be at Four Peaks. If you want to come Peaks. hang out with us in person. That's right. You should. Take a take a brewery tour while you're there and visit the ghosts and see visit how they make the beer. That's what we're going to do. We're going to we're gonna finally iron out whether the ghosts make the beer we're gonna or not. We're going to see if one of the ghosts is available to come on the show that day. Oh, they, tend to be, they tend to be pretty booked up. God, so our, our request is still pending right now. That's such but. a good idea. All right. Well, we're going to have to figure that out. But in the meantime, you can follow us on Twitter. I am at cap underscore caveman with a K. This guy is at Jesse N. Friedman. Damon Dog is at Damon Dog, D-A-W-G. Our show is at PHNX underscore D-backs. Uh, but, of course, all roads lead to at PHNX underscore sports on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Appreciate you guys stopping by. Thank you so much. On behalf of Damon, Jesse, and myself, we always appreciate your time. And remember, kids, baseball is fun, but it's so much more fun on opening day. <laughs>